Welcome back to another episode of Spicing Things Up, Stew in the Stew. I'm your host, Jacob Bunsen. Here joining me today is the uh, one sexy glasses wearing Brennan Merkel. How are you doing today, Brennan? You know what, Jacob? I'm doing much better now, th- thanks to that compliment, so yeah. uh, I appreciate it. I'm all about building up my brothers. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I am my a- brother's keeper. It's been a cold weekend, though. I think it, it's safe to say here. It has been. Lincoln. It has been a cold weekend. I um, I kind of want to do an experiment with how... So we're in the polar vortex right now. I know um, mm-hmm. a couple of our listeners are outside the Midwest, but in case a lot of people have noticed, um, the Midwest is very cold right now. One of the coldest places in the world, actually. In the world. Actually, <laughs> I looked at the weather app yesterday. We are actually only a few degrees colder than or a few degrees warmer than Antarctica. Wow. Yeah. And you know Pretty what great. the only thing is in our Antarctica? Snow and ice and and penguins. And actually yeah. uh really funny Snapchat stories. If you go on the snap maps and you go the to the hot da- spots. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well you go to like Who's the, posting Snapchats there? Penguins? Like, no, memers. Memers. Because all you have to do is change your location in Antarctica. Because then you see like all like the like, I'm surprised I haven't seen this trend on TikTok yet. I think I finally found original content to put on there. Um, if you, like, click on, like, a random hotspot and, like, for Snapchat and Antarctica, it's literally, like, just dudes, like, uh, like holding, like, a bong. It's, like, ripping, ripping, uh, like, ripping weed in Antarctica or, like, house in Antarctica or, like, war zone in Antarctica, um, like, driving in Antarctica, All McDonald's right. in Antarctica, stuff like that. I can go on for days. Yeah, but, well, locally, it there was a blackout across the state. Um at least in Nebraska, Couldn't I can speak from everywhere. But my my house definitely lost power. I think it was before most of like my me and my roommates. Most of us woke up, but literally woke up and I could see my breath in the kitchen. Um, I felt like I'm guessing what Leonardo DiCaprio his character felt like in The Revenant. You know where he had to like like cut open his horse and sleep inside it for warmth. You ever see that movie? I'm pretty sure he got that from Star Wars. He, oh, from the Tauntaun? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was Luke Skywalker, you know, yeah. going inside the Tauntaun for warmth. Whoever, but. like, I can't remember the name of the explorer that DiCaprio played, but I think he stole that idea from Star Wars. Maybe, but Star Wars is also a made-up thing, so. Yeah, would, so it's like, I'm sure cutting his, his horse open didn't actually work. I don't, I, I don't know, man. It looked pretty warm. It's how I felt when I had to, you know, cuddle up in my bed when it was just freezing cold in my house. Yeah, but imagine anyway, your air, imagine something, your AC else, not working. So, something else happened this weekend, Valentine's Day. How was yours? I know you I know you have a significant other. Um, it was actually pretty chill. So uh, I celebrated more Saturday because that was our 18 month. Um, so I went to the nice. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I know that our audience is saying congratulations to me as well uh, to be assholes. So thank you guys, too. Um, Went to the nicest steakhouse in town known as Misty's. And then, uh, yeah, it was really good. And then the whole time I'm eating there, I'm like, I could cook this because mm-hmm. uh, I'm an aspiring chef. And then um, basically, so we celebrated like the actual dinner that night. And then Sunday, I woke up pretty early, uh, drove through the polar vortex going on in Lincoln. The roads are horrible. So grant, grant this, I'm a great guy. I went to Krispy Kreme. I got a half dozen of the heart-shaped donuts. I went to Hy-Vee, the grocery store, where every other guy that forgot to get a gift for their significant other was, like, there, like, looking for chocolates. I actually have a hilarious story to tell you. So I'm, like, getting some. And uh, this dude, he's, like, holding, like, 
two things of flowers. And he's like rushing through the chocolate section. And he's like, God damn it, they don't have it. And then like just bounces out of there. And I was just like, what? Like I was sitting there just crying. I'm like, see, I'm not alone here. Every guy is doing the exact same thing. I don't think I saw a single female at Hy-Vee on Sunday morning. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. And then basically just kind of spent the rest of the day just hanging out, cooking meals, watching movies. Yeah. I uh, warm. spent mine alone making granola, homemade granola in my kitchen. You know, maybe I think I watched an episode of Peaky Blinders. I contemplated contemplated calling uh, an Uber just to like drive me around, you know, for just so you have someone to talk to. Exactly, but uh, you could have called me. You know, we're maybe, more maybe than next, co-hosts. maybe next year. All right, so yeah. it's fine. I'm, I'm, it's over. We're over it. So. Now you know. Let's. Uh, how about how about we move into some uh, some sports talk? How about that? Yeah, but real quick, while we have the cold still mm-hmm. on the topic, let's do an experiment. Another experiment. Well, I didn't talk about the first one. I, oh, just, okay. I got sidetracked. I want to like, <laughs> I kind of want to pee outside and see if it freezes midstream. It will not. It, you should have tried that the other day when it was this that cold. Do you think that would have worked? No, I don't. Damn. Okay. I just, I get a lot of ideas from movies and I genuinely want it. I wanted to myth bust this one. You can try after this, you can go try and lick like a, a light pole or something. No, people did that in you. Texas and it did not look like it boded well for them. Yeah. That's fair. Um, oh, yeah. Also, before we get to sports, congratulations to Happy Gilmore for 25 years anniversary. And I'm glad that, that was awesome. the entire cast is still alive. So the that's mashup cool. well, that, for Bob uh, Barker, we didn't know that we needed, you know. You know what? We need more under like underdogs in golf. Absolutely. You don't see enough of them. Oh, yeah, that's true. That was also a fictitious movie, but yes. The message is there. I, I Who needs hockey when you can, like, just dominate a golf? Who needs those asshole Shooter McGavins when, you know, you can have the goofy... For comic relief. Yeah, exactly. How about some hay? Have a nice day. Let's talk football. All right. <laughs> so, good transition. Yeah, good transition. Brennan, um, pretty cool NFL uh, trade deals going on right now, specifically in the area of Houston. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're falling apart. They are falling apart. I feel horrible for Houston fans just in general, because, mm-hmm. like, the Rockets, the Strohs, and the Texans, like, um, it's like a bridge collapsing. Yeah. And, you know, J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins, and Deshaun Watson, like, all being gone within a year span. Well, Deshaun's not gone yet. Not gone yet, but he wants the hell out of there. It seems like it, yeah. So, and I've actually been seeing um, that either Denver or Carolina really want this guy, which, why wouldn't you? Yeah, for Deshaun. Yeah, for Deshaun. Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, it's seriously like blue balling me. Like, I need him to make a decision. It's it, the, teasing me. He's you literally like, the me. anticipation is killing me. I just need him to make his decision, even if it's going back to Houston, which, you know, that Houston, for some reason, they believe that he's, you know, coming back to join them again. But I, I don't see it because, especially now that we are seeing JJ Watt is in free agency now looking to go somewhere else i I don't see deshaun coming back to houston i I think deandre hopkins i'm sorry to interrupt you i think deandre hopkins leaving the previous year is kind of what started the domino effect for all of this because genuinely i thought so i knew there was a horrible relationship between bill o'brien and deshaun watson that wasn't a secret no that was evident and so as soon as i heard that bill o'brien got fired i was like okay so deshaun's probably going to stay in houston then wrong I was very wrong about that. I mean, as of right now, he still is. But who's to say he's going to be a free agent within this offseason? And yeah. um, I'm pretty sure Deshaun wanting to leave caused J.J. to want to leave. Mm-hmm. 
Because, you know, J.J. is kind of getting up there in age, but he's still a very good defensive player. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he tweeted something like about how free agency was wild. Which yeah, I means, actually was just looking at that from yeah, came over here. So I'm sure, you know, every single team is reaching out to him because why wouldn't they want that veteran presence? I mean, well, he's a natural leader. Yeah, and speaking of J.J., I'm actually seeing that. Uh, so there's a mutual interest between him and the Bills. Yep. And the Browns are also a target for him. And do both teams... Um, or like, or if either team is able to get them, you can bet your ass that they'll be at least in the divisional round of the playoffs next year. Yeah, and I mean, speaking of DeAndre Hopkins, I saw him uh, reach out. I think he said something to JJ Watt. I believe coming to Arizona. Yeah, I mean, he just tweeted like a picture of them too, and was like, you know, like that uh, sly little like miss you, the good luck in free agency, like you know, make everybody kind of look towards the Cardinals but if I was to give my top three destinations where I think J.J. Watt would end up it would be Bills I would say Bills I also would say Steelers because of T.J. Watt That's I also saw a tweet that said here we go from J.J. Watt I don't know if that actually has to do anything with the Steelers but I know that's kind of their their tagline J.J. Watt yeah he tweeted here oh, we go okay I don't know if that had to do anything with the free agency or if that was actually um yeah I'm not sure I, I, don't, I haven't heard that but then my third team was the Packers which would hurt me a lot but it would make a lot of sense because they need help on that defensive line oh my god yeah. and JJ Watt just seems like the type of guy that would well he's the perfect good. Pit, like he's the perfect fit for like almost everything he's like it's yeah. literally up to him at this point like there's nothing that he would lose going to almost any of those teams. I mean, I would love him. He's three-time uh, defensive Bears. player of the year. Yeah, I would yeah. love him on the Bears. So, I mean, he's one of the one of the only two players that have won defensive player of the year three times. I almost would prefer not to have him on the Chiefs just because I adore Frank Clark and Chris Jones so much. Yeah, I mean, some teams, like, he probably isn't needed as much on some teams. Yeah, um, but the teams that won him, he could actually make a huge or he can make a huge difference defensively for those teams. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some other rumors of people potentially, you know, leaving. We had Derek Carr, Oakland possibly, um, parting ways with Carr, which kind of sucks for him because, I mean. That's his team. Th that's his team, and it has been his team. And um, He turned that team around, too. Yeah, Mariota had, what, like one game where he came in? I think he only started for, like, one game, and yeah, he was very good. Yeah, which but, a lot of people thought that if um, – so my original opinion on that was Mariota might not be the true starter for the Raiders, but he could go to any other team and start for them. Yeah, that's or what, almost every other team. That's what I'm saying. Because, because we didn't think Derek Carr was going to leave. No, and I still like I don't think Derek Carr is I don't think he wants to leave. I think they're they know that they have the, you know, two quarterbacks that could hold some value if they wanted to trade one. Yeah. And I'm guessing that only the only reason they would stick with Mariota is because he's younger. Yeah, but that's one of the that's like that's a story I feel like that hasn't really been like covered too much recently. It's all been Deshaun Watson, the rookie quarterbacks. But I mean, these are two like viable starters for an NFL team like right away. Right. You know, they know how to read defenses. They know how to adapt to playbooks probably quicker than rookies would. So I don't understand why the, the, this these two quarterbacks are. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I I feel like Oakland needs to make some type of decision because you can't keep one of them on the bench. That's it's that's pretty pointless to just let one of these guys rot on your bench when you could trade him for potentially something. Exactly. And that's the, always the biggest issue when you're having two quarterbacks. But the only upside to that is, one, honestly, as a coach, if you want to see both these quarterbacks play, you kind of have to pray for injury slightly, I feel like. 
just to see the like the other one's talent because you only see it in practice, but you want to see how they perform in games. Well, that's too. what happened to Derek Carr, and that's why Mariota got that shining moment, which exactly. is why I'm sure these rumors of Derek Carr have kind of started, but they haven't gone anywhere. Right. So it's like, I don't know. You, the time it's like the, it's starting to get to the point where you know they're running out of time in this because could we make the same comparison to um, Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes? Really, like. Kind of. I would compare it more to like a Carson Wentz, Nick Foles type okay. of thing. because oh, we need to talk about Carson Wentz too in a second. Yeah, because I mean, Alex Smith, like Mahomes was the, he was the guy that they were bringing in, the rookie they were bringing in to kind of, you know, nurture to be a starting QB. But like in this case, like both these guys are young, pretty young guys that are capable of being starters. So, I mean, I don't know. It's... It's interesting. What did you want to bring up about uh, Carson Wentz, though? So Carson Wentz is definitely going to be leaving the Eagles. Yep. Um, I'm actually looking right now. I, so the Colts are kind of the biggest. Colts and Bears, I know. Are Colts and Bears, yeah, which, by the way, I really don't think he would fit well with the Bears there. I personally, I would dislike it. I would, wouldn't like the move at all. I think that would literally just kind of be an F you to Trubisky and Foles and well, I think with the Bears, either the Bears are going to go and full he on hates the Bears. Yeah, full on rebuild mode, or they need to ditch the whole QB experiment. Let's see if this guy's going to be good. They need to just go after a guy they know is going to be good, and that is Deshaun Watson. They need to make a move for a guy like that, mm-hmm. which I'm saying there's really no other player you can compare to Deshaun Watson right now. Um, that can just step into a franchise and they're instantly contenders. Exactly. So. The Bears are in that situation where, you know, to me, Carson Wentz is not. I don't mind Carson Wentz. I really don't. I'm not Colin Cowherd. I don't hate him for wearing a backwards hat. He's not a bad player. No, and I think he's he's shown that he's good in the past. Um, he had a tough year last year, but, you know, I just don't think giving up a lot for him is definitely what the Bears are going to do as well if they do end up going after him. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like a king's ransom for this guy that's just not worth it. So... But, I mean, I, I saw that the Colts, both Colts and Bears, like, they made offers. And I think the Eagles were like, I think we deserve more. But the Colts and Bears both are like, we're not backing down. Like, this is all we're willing to give up. Oh, yeah. So that's a good sign. Because the Colts right now are kind of the, I think they want him more than the Bears do. Yeah. And I just saw today that the Colts are, like, not upping anything. Yeah, it's, like, I saw that, too. They're dead in their tracks as far as, like, giving him money. So I hope I hope they're ahead of the Bears right now in what they're willing to give up because, I I don't know, I hope the Bears aren't moving either, and I hope the Colts are ahead of them. So Exactly. And uh, <laughs> so speaking of potentially former Eagles players, Zach Ertz also wants to be gone. Yeah, I think he's gone. Dude, I think, yeah, because there's just – you really don't see the impact that, like, bad head coaching does to players even once they're gone. Like, I feel like there's just that aspect of the team where you just want nothing to do with it. Yeah. Like, Doug Peterson really f these guys up emotionally. I really don't think it was Doug Pe- I don't think you Doug don't think Peterson was. was that bad. Because th- I think a lot of the players really liked Doug Peterson. I think Carson Wentz liked him a lot. So... Do you I think know they're leaving because of front office issues then? Maybe. Maybe they didn't they needed somebody to kind of blame for the way that their season went. Uh they probably thought they were better than that. And they didn't like, you know, um the way that they handled that last game against the Washington football team when they literally looked like they 
they threw the game pretty much. Should we take back our stance on Doug Peterson? I think we could go back and listen. I was never a big hater on him. We I, we slandered that man. I know you did a lot, and I probably said like you know some of the things he did wasn't I wouldn't have done personally. But if you look back at his track record, I mean, three years ago the Eagles they won the Super Bowl. And then they had a couple of tough breaks, and they were injury-ridden this past year, like, horribly. Okay. So you can't really blame the man too much, and they just, like, cast him out instantly. I'm I do gonna, feel bad. I'm going to go back, and uh, I'm going to take most of what I said about Doug Peterson back. Yeah. I, so, I so, Doug Peterson, I know you're out there. I know you're not <gasps> listening. But just Maybe. hear hear my words and how sorry I am, and I hope I can like take you to Applebee's sometime and patch things up. Because is did has he moved anywhere yet? Doug Peterson? Yeah, not that I've seen recently. I can't remember, but yeah, he'll he'll work again. Yeah, no. So we've talked a bit about the current QB situations that are already in the NFL. We now are going to talk a little bit. Oh wait, I was going to mention Russ Russell Wilson. Yeah. So. There were some rumors originally about him possibly leaving Seattle mm-hmm. um, because, I mean, he he tweeted something that was like some cryptic message that, you know, a lot of people are like, what does this mean? People thought, you know, he was potentially That's half leaving. his Twitter. I know. His, he tweets some odd things. But then Seattle came out and was like, no, we're not letting him walk, which is what, you know, Houston should have done. Should have been like, nope, this, this, this is our guy. Does he get along well with Pete Carroll? I would, I would hope so. I would think so. But, I mean, dude, if you thought Mahomes in the Super Bowl running around with a bad O-line was a bad look. Russell just, Wilson was dealing with that, like, the last, like, three years. His entire career, bro. That dude needs help. So if the, I say if Seattle doesn't try and build something around him a little better, th- then, you know, if I'm Russell Wilson, maybe I do. Next year, next few years, I explore a different team. Um, you know, Bears, I'll take him. And he could always come back, right? <laughs> Yeah, like, like it's not like once you're traded to a team, you're like just cut off ties forever. Yeah, like, I don't he can think come back like Marshawn when they need him in, yeah. in a playoff game. Exactly. Um, I do hope that I mean Russell Wilson is like a well of talent. Oh, he's I so, love him. He's such a good guy. He's too. a great guy. He's so he, it's impossible to hate him unless you're a Broncos fan or yeah. a Patriots fan. Yeah, exactly. But um, like, dude, he deserves the best and you know what i was thinking the same thing about andrew luck too now here's the thing i'm not a huge colts fan for a couple of reasons but Mm -hmm. like andrew luck was kind of in that same boat and the man retired because his o-line was so bad yeah he missed it by just a few years too because now the colts are pretty good well yeah (laughs) i would i would say that he definitely kind of jump the gun and retiring but still i mean it's for hey, players know, for good players reasons. know their boundaries you know if he yeah. was if his body was you know taking those hits uh, when you're playing football for over 20 years of your life you know that you know what your limits are yeah absolutely he was a he was a harvard or stanford guy, stanford guy. Yeah. yeah so he's smart he's, he's smarter smart. than than most he's probably less smart with all the head hits he took but we can talk about that some other time yeah definitely all right brennan should we go to the uh draft class yeah let's talk about the, the some, pledge class of the NFL. potentiality yeah, yeah. let's do it um, so we've, we've kind of mentioned it over the past few weeks, just, you know, Trevor Lawrence, some of these big name guys, Justin Fields, but it seems as of recently, a couple of the guys that we thought were going to be top picks have kind of lost some steam. You know, Devonta Smith, who I was arguing a few weeks ago could potentially go number two overall. It's not looking like that anymore. No, I'm um, thinking this is going to be a very high structured QB class. 
oh, it's a great QB class. There's going to be like, what, four or five guys that are probably going to be drafted in the first round. I'm looking at six right now. Six yeah. QBs? That's crazy. So obviously we have the the obvious one. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence is going number one overall. He's going to go Jacksonville. Yep. So I also have the draft order pulled up here. So let's just kind of play the guessing game a bit. So we got Trevor Lawrence to Jacksonville. Who's number? Who's the number two team again? The, uh, the, Jets? the Jets. So does Justin Fields want to go there? So does it matter? It doesn't really matter, but I have seen as of recently Justin Fields falling in the draft board. Because of the national championship? Possibly because of some of those, some of what happened in the national championship. But I just think, you know, as time has gone on, people are looking at other QBs tapes. I mean, you have Zach Wilson from BYU. You have Trey Lance from North Dakota State. Mac um, Jones from Alabama. And we got Kyle Trask from Florida also. Very yeah. good contenders. Very good draft class. Yeah. So Trey Lance didn't play. He played a single game, I think, last year. In, in 2020. In 2020. So he didn't get, you know, he Very didn't. Very looks. He didn't get, he, his draft stock, I think, kind of died down. But, you know, as their offseason, like as college football is now over and draft season's coming up, people are going back and looking at his tape and are like, wow, this this kid can sling the ball. Yeah. He, he is like. He's kind of like a hidden treasure like Josh Allen. I think he is. I, Josh Allen is a very good, actually, comparison because. Trey Lance can move, and he has a hell of an arm. Yeah. And he can chuck a ball, like, 30 yards downfield while, like, the pockets just collapse on him. So I think, honestly, I think Justin Fields deserves to be kind of pushed down the draft board a little bit, even though he was hot earlier. Um, I don't know as much about Zach Wilson, but I know he's, you know, kind of like that. Like He kept, he kept BYU relevant. Yeah, and they were, they were one of the best offensive teams in the country. And... Trevor Lawrence is obviously, you know, that like QB, like the a he's relic, a relic of a QB. Like he's just like a God made QB. Have you seen him in the NFL like workout? No, I haven't. He did. Uh-uh. Dude, it was insane. It was like a two minute video on Twitter of him literally just like, like past scenarios. And he's just like, he's na- like, I didn't see him miss the ball once. If anything, he overthrew. Yeah. But like watching him move and run, you would not like. This guy, God created Trevor Lawrence specifically to play football. <laughs> exactly. And you can tell. And what I, what I was, like, saying about that was, like, Trevor Lawrence is the obvious number one overall pick. But if it wasn't for him, it would be Zach Wilson by far. Yeah. I think Zach Wilson is definitely the best, second-best quarterback in this draft. Who has the potential, you know, he could – you never know. You really never know with quarterbacks. But, like, he could be better than Trevor Lawrence, you know, depending on situation. Like – Say that the Jets have a better O line than the Jags do, and they have uh, maybe better weapons. I neither team is really well off on offensive skill players, but yeah. So, but other than quarterbacks, like I mentioned, Devonta Smith, he has now been replaced with Jamar Chase, LSU wide receiver. As okay. Jamar Chase has now climbed above Devonta. So, uh, when you look between the two of them. You see Devonta Smith, who's like, what, 5'10"? Something like that. He's not, he's not big. tall. Yeah. Jamar Chase is like a monster compared to him. And he's like, he's got all of like the intangibles, you know, like just long arms. He's fast. So I don't see that as being a surprise. But I think he right now is projected to go third to the Dolphins. 
They need receivers. They do need receivers, especially if they're looking to keep Tua around there. They need to they need to build something around him for sure. Exactly. So should we kind of just play a quick guessing game and see which quarterbacks are going to go to which teams for those six that we listed earlier? Yeah, I'm down. All right. So since number one for the Jacksonville Jaguars, obviously we're going to put Trevor Lawrence there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jets, I don't think they're like done with Sam Darnold yet, but I know they are definitely looking for a quarterback still. Yeah. Um, and we're going to go ahead and guess um, – What's his name again? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah, sorry. I just drew a blank there. Yep. I uh, agree with that. So I'm going to guess Zach Wilson to the Jets. I'm going to guess uh, Miami's probably going to take um, a wide receiver. A wide receiver for their – because they got they traded with Houston, so Houston's not going to take a pick until the second round. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing they're going to go with a wide receiver. I don't think they're going to get um, a very good quarterback right off the bat just because they're not um, they're not drafting again until – Oh, uh, like what was it? Like Miami? 18. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they've got two first round picks, so they're sitting pretty right now. Right. But I just don't think they're going to get as good of a quarterback as if they don't, if they don't take that quarterback. quarterback? For, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're not going to go quarterback. They're not going to go quarterback. Think. I don't think so. Okay. Because, I mean, I know they've been in um, trade rumors with Deshaun Watson, possibly. But, I mean, they still have Tua, who they just drafted. So I'll be yeah. very surprised if they pick up a quarterback. They picked up a quarterback. But the Falcons' next pick. Matt Ryan is towards the end of his career. Getting old, yeah. I'm thinking Justin Fields to the Falcons. I would, I could see that. I could see Trey Lance possibly. Yeah. But well, do you think Trey Lance is going to go over Justin Fields though? Like I definitely see um, Zach going over him, but I don't know about Trey. Lance. No, you're right. I don't think so. I don't think there's enough, you know, tape on Trey Lance. But me personally, I would rank Trey Lance ahead of Justin Fields. But okay. you're, you're you're right. I don't see the Falcons, or I don't see Justin Fields being taken after Trey Lance. I could see, okay, so up next is the Bengals. I definitely see them going for probably like a lineman maybe or another receiver. Yeah, they need a— Because they're not going to draft a quarterback after getting Joe Burrow last year, and he's going to be healthy this season. Yeah, a receiver would be cool. That would be cool to see Joe Burrow get another weapon, but at the same time, you know, the story— He needs protection. Yeah, the the story of Joe Burrow's rookie year, I mean, the dude just like tore— his ACL to hell or whatever. I think it was ACL. So, I mean, they need to get that guy some help. Yeah. I mean, before the season even started, everyone saw like Joe Burrow was running for his life in practice because they his at least, O-line couldn't block. Yeah. They at least need to make the O-line walk everywhere. Like, so all of their away games, they just make the O-line like walk. Yeah. So like they're the, horses or something. <laughs> they are horses. They are horses. In the trenches. Yeah. Um, Six is an interesting one, the Eagles. I I'm seeing s- Trey Lance go to the Eagles. So I don't. You don't. I say... So they're in need of a quarterback. They, I mean, they have Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, yes. Yeah. So I remember him. Yep. <laughs> so he's pretty good, and I don't... I've seen a lot of speculation that the Eagles could possibly trade this pick. It's possible, but we're not... End? We're not... That's what I was going to mention. Kyle Pitts, the Notre Dame tight end... Or no, Florida tight end, sorry. Um... They somebody just came out and said that he is actually the most well-rounded um, player, like offensive player, like playmaker that is in the draft right now. Better than Devonta Smith, better than Jamar Chase. So they think this guy can come in and instantly like just be a starter and put up numbers. And mm-hmm. so he's one of like the best I think tight end prospects that the NFL has seen in a few years. So he's driven or risen up the 
draft boards crazy high these past few days, um, past few weeks. So, I mean, yeah, like we talked about earlier, got rid of Zach Ertz. Now you say we they uh, they fill replace the him with this guy. Yeah, yeah, fill the hole. Next man up. Uh, and speaking of next man up, we got the Detroit Lions. I don't see them taking a quarterback after just picking up Goff, that no. trade for Stafford. No, I agree. Um, Maybe a running back. I could see that, but I don't see any of the running backs being good enough to go this high. Um, oh, pick seven. Yeah, my bad. No, yeah. it's This one is tough. You know, say, say one of those top guys, those top wide receivers – you know, Jamar Chase or um, Devonta Smith hasn't been chosen yet. Mm-hmm. I could see them picking him up because I think Kenny Galladay is a free agent either this year or next year. I think next year. Um, and I think he's going to want to leave because <laughs> Detroit is, uh, I think he'll want to go somewhere a little more flashy where he can compete. Yeah. So I could see them going for like a top playmaker guy that hasn't been picked yet uh, off for the offense. Uh, that's about all I can really imagine for that i see that too maybe best defensive player available yeah they might go defense in the first round honestly they could definitely use it um for eight and nine so the panthers and the broncos i i think this is going to be a race to see who can get deshaun watson first i agree and based off that is what their next move is going to be because drew lock for denver is like struggling yeah, he's, he's not, not. He's, he's not, not the great. guy. He's not the move. Like I grew up a Mizzou fan. I was happy for him to see him get drafted, but Drew Locke is not happening. Nah, he's too busy rapping the new to baby, little baby songs, baby. Which one? Which baby? There's a couple. Is it Dub Baby or Little Baby? One Pick a baby. Both of them. Both. Yeah, both. Let's go. Um, no, I could see one of these teams just not having this pick because they traded it to get Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. So. These ones are definitely tough, um, but you know if, say, the trade doesn't work out, I do see Carolina drafting one of the the quarterbacks that are available. Um, the Broncos may be doing the same thing. Maybe if, Kyle Trask for Carolina if they don't get Deshaun. Yeah. Yeah. Or Mac Jones. Mac Jones, Trey Lance. There's still those guys that are going to be there. Exactly. And then we also got, like, Texas's QB, um, Arkansas. Yeah. So, like, all, all those guys are going to be in the running, and I think for sure they're all going to get drafted. It just depends which round or which pick it's going to be. Yeah. Because it's all going to depend on which team needs a quarterback right now. Yeah. Which, no. that's the easiest analysis I can come up with in my head right now. But I agree. So, Cowboys. Yeah, those those two teams are, yeah, you never know. Cowboys, I think this will be the last one we kind of touch on. It's the last yeah. of the top ten. Yeah. I just think they're probably going to go defense. I think so, too, because Dak Prescott, I'm guessing, will be back. I think they're going to pick up that Alabama – Ohio State or Alabama cornerback, uh, Curtin. Um, I don't remember his name, but he was probably the best cornerback in the nation college football this year. So yeah. I could see Dallas. Fun fact, the past eight first-round picks for Dallas have uh, been to the Pro Bowl, so they're on a good streak. They just need to have better seasons. And yep. the Chiefs actually played the uh, entire NFCs this year, so I'm excited to like, play, play the Cowboys again. Yeah. So that was a quick little draft preview by us. Before we move on, we're from, gonna do another show in June and like do one more. Oh, absolutely! Like we're gonna go in depth. We're gonna go through the whole draft and guess their picks. We should do like a, that. Would be crazy long. 
Well, we could just make it like a special, the draft special. Hey, we'll just film it, and we'll, maybe we'll film it elsewhere, not in the stew. And we can, you know, have a couple beers, get a little rowdy. Yeah. We'll record it maybe. Maybe like high five, like once or twice, just yeah, to show people know, that we're actually friends. Put my hand on your thigh or something. Okay. But um, before, yeah. <laughs> before we move on, um, I do want to – I forgot to bring this up. I don't know if you saw this, but the Jacksonville Jaguars, did you see who they hired and then cut? Bill O'Brien. No, no, not Bill no. O'Brien. Do you uh, remember um, the Iowa strength and Yeah, oh, they coach. already cut him. Yeah, because yeah. Urban Meyer, I'm pretty sure he sold his soul to the devil to oh, be absolutely. one of the best college football coaches of all time. Yeah. And uh, what's his – because, I mean, hell, he had that one Zach Smith guy working for him that was just yeah. a wife beater at, oh, yep. like, Ohio State, the Ohio State University. So do and you think Urban Meyer, like, do you think he – He doesn't care about character. Do you think he, he doesn't care or do you think he honestly didn't know? No, he just doesn't care. <laughs> Like I agree. He, dude, like, I think he wants to win so bad. And I mean, the guy was a great, like, the racist piece of shit from Iowa. The guy was a great strength and conditioning coach. That should not go uh, unnoticed. He sent a couple students I saw to, like, the hospital because of their workouts. Which, I mean, hey, maybe that breeds athletes. But, yeah, that dude's a piece <laughs> of shit. They're, they're weeding out the, the betas. He got, the Jags tweeted yeah. about it. They got just absolutely obliterated on Twitter. There, um, there was no point to the front office. Like, that... I can't imagine what was going through their heads when Urban Meyer's like, oh, hey, I want this guy from Iowa. He's a really good strength and conditioning coach. Put some guys in the hospital. Maybe he's ready for a pro level. And oh, isn't he racist? Yeah, probably. Ah, who cares? Right. But now that I think about it, does any team do that where they, like, tweet every single coach that is on their staff? Has No. Why the hell did the Jags do that? Because their PR team is horrible. Just, why would they tweet that and i'm pretty sure they thought they were unstoppable when they hired urban meyer but they caught like i think they forgot that urban's got a hell of a lot of skeletons in his closet (laughs) trevor lawrence is just like please please stop stop this madness i haven't even been gotten to the league yet and they just brainwashed trevor lawrence into going along with it seriously all right well i think uh we switch gears to basketball i think we should switch some gears we're uh nfl season's dwindling on us we're gonna try and keep everyone you know updated um obviously we're news guys now yeah the nfl is where we do our best work i would say that's where we're most informed but we do want to start you know branching out you know as these months go on to you know what sports are relevant you know we'll, we'll have march madness coming up we have spring training starting in like less than two weeks um, for baseball. So, I mean, we got a lot of stuff going on. So now we're going to talk about a little bit of We're just sports guys in general. I don't think, you know what, we can't be just restricted by football. Can't put me in chains, football. Like, you can't do that. I I Can't cuff me. Yeah, cannot cuff me, football. I am free to explore other sports. (laughs) And I will do so. What? I said I'm a man of the night. Yeah, exactly. You and I are just kind of a jack of all trades. Exactly. We're jackasses of all trades. Yeah, I, that's perfect. That's the perfect way to put it. That's our new tagline. All right, so let's just get right into it. We're going like full on, just not conspiracy, but this has been a debate as of recently. Mellow me, Mellow. Who is Mellow? Carmelo Anthony. Absolutely. Absolutely. There, there's... There's no comparison. Like, LaMelo Ball's been in the league for three years. Yeah, so people are, are debating on whether or not the mellow nickname belongs to Carmelo Anthony, a longtime NBA vet, vet, and um, or, or LaMelo Ball, rookie. Yeah. Okay, well, answer me this. How many, uh, how many games has LaMelo Ball played in? Or how many uh, all-star games and playoff games? Zero. Because combined, Carmelo Anthony is 22. Yep. Carmelo Anthony is number 12 on the NBA all-time scoring list. 
Yeah, and uh, Carmelo Anthony's received uh, six honors and awards throughout all NBA teams. And I mean, I grew up watching Prime Mellow on the New York Knicks. We Same see, here. We saw Hoodie Mellow in the gym. Just we saw Nets Declassified Mellow. Yeah. Do you remember that episode? I don't. I do it's not. It's like when he's in the Lost and Found, he finds like these Mellow shoes, and like Carmelo Anthony speaks down to him from heaven. <laughs> he's like, hey man, you got to put the shoes back. Like, You're lying. Conscious. No, I'm not lying. That's a real thing. <laughs> That's crazy. That is unreal. I but just I mean, brought up a memory that you've never even thought of no honestly but unless you're just like one of those delusional bbb big baller brand stands carmelo which by the way if you're a stan of the bbb like i'm sorry stop watching sports honestly yeah i don't even feel sorry for you i i feel sorry that your brain is mush like we get it it's trendy it's cool to think it's not even trendy anymore hey and honestly i'm not I'm not trying to take anything away from LaMelo because he's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. He's honestly probably in leader for rookie of the year right now. Um, I think he's starting to, you know, he's gotten his starting spot already, I think, for a few games. So I'm not trying to, like, just shit on him completely because You're he has been me. good. I confuse uh, LaMelo with Lonzo. Oh, okay. Uh, Lonzo played three seasons. Yeah, Lamelo, so, this is his first season. Yeah, yeah. My bad, everybody. I okay. goofed up there. You still didn't say, like he like Lamelo. Obviously, since he is a rookie, hasn't played any any All Star games. Yeah, so that, that piece of shit. Um, I, I also don't think I I don't think the the Pelicans did they did they make the playoffs? I think they were one of the bubble teams. But either way, it doesn't matter because Lamelo hasn't been there, so yeah, you're still right. Uh, Pelicans were a bubble team. Yeah. So, but point stands. I'll die on this hill. Carmelo Anthony is mellow. Case closed. Case closed. Over and out. Case or uh, court adjourned. Your Honor, um, I got the receipts and I hereby rest my case. Exactly. My client couldn't. Si- my s- client simply couldn't help being an Aquarius. I snatched their wigs. Your exactly. Honor. The wigs um, are snatched. All right, Brennan. Big Ten basketball. Let's let's cover it real quick. Should we Should we talk about a little bit of what the MVP race is kind of looking like in the, For the NFL? NBA? In the NBA? Oh, NBA. Yeah. Yeah, we can. Okay. If I, I can just kind of, you know, bring it up and you can give me your... Uh, yeah, because I'm definitely an expert about NBA MVPs. Well, I mean... Let's do it. A little bit of just MVP talk, because last year we had Giannis, because mm-hmm. the Bucks were one of the most dominant teams. I mean, the, the average, like, scoring differential, like, they, they beat teams on average by, like, I think double-digit points, so that was pretty crazy, which is what the Utah Jazz are currently doing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're secretly one of the best teams right now well they are but they're sneaky so mvp race currently top three i'll I'll say my top top four lebron obviously then you have nikola Jokic on the nuggets then Mm -hmm. you have joel Embiid on the sixers and just because i know how you know espn and all these places work i know steph curry is going to be up there too what about uh, Damian Lillard? Damian's definitely one of those honorable mentions. Okay. Same I got with, another honorable mention, uh, Rudy Gobert. So, yeah, Rudy Gobert, he Gobert. is yeah. on the Jazz right now. And actually, I would argue, because Donovan Mitchell is the guy on the team that everyone's like, oh, he's this young star, he's the best player. Right. But when you look, I saw something where it was like, if you look at the metrics for when Donovan Mitchell is on the floor, the Jazz actually, like, average less points with him on the floor and with Rudy Gobert playing when he's on the floor regardless like other than when he's on the bench they are up 12 points 
So he, Rudy is like, he's a defensive player of the year candidate every single year. He's a beast. Um, he's quietly averaging 13 points, 13 rebounds right now. So he is like one of the main reasons why they are as good as they are. So I definitely think he's up there, especially because the Jazz are the best team right now. So he, he should be in contention. But I mean, LeBron James, man, he hasn't, he's 36 years old, hasn't missed a single game this whole season. A single game. I've never had a horse in the race between the like LeBron versus Jordan debate, but had those two. So say, um, like LeBron James time travel to like 1995. Yeah. Do you think he could beat Le- uh, Michael Jordan in a one v one? So 36 year old LeBron versus prime MJ. Yeah. No. No, I don't. Okay. Yeah. You think Jordan would win? Yeah, I think yeah, Jordan. Okay, will, I think Jordan. So will. that settles. Uh, Jordan's but pr- but pr- but pr- prime bronze a, a different breed. So like 2010 Bron. I still think that. I guess no one really even knows when LeBron's prime was because dude's been good forever for but, the last like 24 years. <laughs> 24. Or but um, I don't know. It's been a while. Either way, it's such a generational thing. I will always say MJ is a goat, but I am also. A Chicago Bulls fan, so I'm a little biased, but I that, I will never not be like, you know, my or LeBron is the current goat. Mm-hmm. He is. They're both in their own different like categories, and they're both incredible. LeBron James was also drafted 18 years ago. I actually do know numbers, so I just wanted to. Point <laughs> you were, that that's out. pretty close. I mean, 18 is crazy. Dude's gonna probably play with his son, <laughs> Bronny. That's been done before in the MLB. Oh yeah, it's um. What was his, what was their names? Um, oh, why am I blanking? You know this. Griffey. Ken Griffey, right? Yes. Yep. Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. And Jr. stole a catch from his pop, and it was really cool and yep. sad at the same time. That was awesome. I do remember that. Um, but Can we talk about Kawhi Leonard, too, possibly being in the... Oh, a- absolutely. I mean, those like Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, Giannis, all those guys are, you know, in contention for this MVP, for the MVP race. But I mean... Unless, like, the... We should the, probably bring up that Kawhi Leonard has averaged 28, 28 points a game this he, season. He also doesn't play that much. He also takes a lot of games off. But I'll say this. The time that he's playing yeah, are his shining moments. No, I agree. And... But I still... I, I don't know. Okay, I just, we, can, we can take him out of the conversation then. Yeah, we're just going to compare him to... Um, like yeah. the other guys that we have in our list. Obviously, he's not going to win it over those guys. Yeah, and it's, I would say, obviously, right now, LeBron James is, like I said, he's probably the head of it just because, you know, it's sometimes it's partly a popularity contest. Yeah, but like if, Kevin Durant, like yeah. Luka Doncic. If I had to choose right now who I wanted, like number one overall pick from the NBA, if I could choose anyone, it would probably be Nikola Jokic. I mean, for, I love him, first of all, mm-hmm. but this dude's low-key averaging a triple-double. Well, um, he's, um, like, every leaderboard I've looked at, he's the top prospect for winning the MVP race here. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, he's a center that can make full-court dime passes. Um, I mean, he could he could literally play point guard. He could take the ball up, make dribble moves. He's sweet, makes some ridiculous shots. Very unattractive, but, you know... That just means they're they, it's they're better at crafting their game. Yeah, dude, I don't know what it is about those like the Eastern European players. Like they are just like Boban. insane on the what? 
Oh, I thought you were going to say insanely ugly. So no, 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 no. I, I'm not here to slander any regional people. Or Sorry, Bobon. Like I didn't mean that. Yeah. Your wife is very beautiful, so you're doing well. Yeah, exactly. But no, I was just saying, like, a lot of, like, the Eastern European players, like, they're just insanely good when they come over to America and play. Oh, yeah. Like, Luca. Yeah, like, Luca. Like Luca, Nicola. how old was Luca? Like, 19 when he started playing? Something like that. Crazy. And he was literally so good right away. Yeah. All right. I have a quick question. Yeah. I saw this one circling around. If you had to choose any NBA player in history to play 1v1 against, your life on the line, if you lose, you die, who do you choose? Chandler Parsons. Chandler Parsons? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Um, I could probably just, like, <sighs> see, I don't know. I get confused of looking like Chandler Parsons, and I have an actual Denver or Dallas Mavericks Chandler Parsons jersey. So mm. I feel like if I just wore that, he'd just get confused about who he's playing, and I would All just right. be able to, like, actually shoot threes and, like, you know, drive up the ball a lot. I don't know. I just yeah. feel like he'd be the most beatable. I, what about uh, you? I would choose Muggsy Bogues. Just because you're taller than him? Just because he is, like, five foot. Low-key, I was expecting you to say either um, Steve Kerr or Steve I had I had Steve Kerr as my second. Yeah. And I also had Cristiano Felicio as my third, which he has been on the Bulls bench for, like, three years. I would just <laughs> run, around, run, run circles around him, like, like the hobbits did in Fellowship of the Ring. They just ran circles around the troll. Do you think I could beat J.R. Smith because he goes the wrong way up and down the court sometimes? You or could, he shoots the ball on the wrong you side? You could possibly bank on it. Yeah, he would just make my points for me. I think I could beat Christian Leitner when he was in the NBA. Okay. Or what about... Um, Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen, that's a good one. I had another one. Jordan Love. No. No? Wait, Jordan... Oh, Kevin Love? Or Kevin Love. Kevin Love. Not Jordan Love. Gosh, Ke- I could sport. not. No, no way. Kevin Love would kick my ass for sure. Really? Yeah, he would. Have you seen that meme where like right after the Cavs won... Um, it was like LeBron James. I mean, it was like a joke, but like somebody did like a voiceover, like LeBron James, like crying. He's like, I was going to kill you, Kevin. I was going to kill you and all these like MF and kids, man. We did it, Kevin. <laughs> I have not seen that. It was pretty funny. Um, but I just thought of another question. Sorry, completely disregarding the NBA, though. Um, do you think you could ever score a single point in tennis against Serena Williams? Maybe one if it was like out of because uh, tennis is out of three matches, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I could score at least one point. You're kidding. Statistically, I'd have to. No, I don't think I could score a point against a cutout, a cardboard cutout of her. <laughs> Dude, did <laughs> you know she she won? She won pregnant. I know she won pregnant. The Australian Open while yeah. she was pregnant. She won her first major when she was 17 years old, which is insane. Yeah. But like, I don't think I'd get goose egged. There's no way. Okay. I think I could score. Should, should we set it up? I'll just call our publicist right now and be like, "Hey, I want to, I want to take on Serena." If so, if she like actually heard somebody, I don't think she would. Take she would. The time. She, I feel like she would rise up to the challenge. She'd Maybe. be like, "I need to beat the hell out of this kid." And she would, dude. Yeah, and then she'd just call me a bitch and stuff when I'm on the court, and I'd just be left crying and like throwing my bracket. Like, she'd just, just really, be pegging you with the the paws. <laughs> you pegging you with the, the tennis balls, just like rapid fire, like Elf did. Like oh when God. Buddy the Elf is just like cannonballing all of those. I'd uh, probably like balls. kick my racket up in the air, catch it, and like throw it back on the ground and keep kicking it around, <laughs> and then just be like, oh, like I I gotta work. I'm like, how's my tennis ground, real quick. Uh. <laughs> just like uh. Uh. <laughs> mm. 
See, I can't tell if mine sounds like it's pooping or intercourse. Yeah, I would say neither of those are probably the sound we would make. I think I would just be super out of breath. <laughs> just like, <sighs> yeah, literally. Uh, okay, all right. So Move I think on. it's fair to say, though, that Serena Williams could probably be up there for one of the GOAT athletes. I think you could argue for her. Oh, yeah. Like she rules tennis. She's just an absolute beast. And uh, John McEnroe, too. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. All right. Should we talk about some big-time basketball real quick? Let's do it. All right, so Michigan, my eyes are on you. So are they Michigan's, third right now? Yes. In Ohio State? No, I'm sorry. Michigan, yeah, Michigan's third. Yeah. And it, overall, like in the top 25 AP rankings, they are number three right now currently. Yes, that is correct. And num- number four is Ohio State. Number four is Ohio State. It's number crazy. five is Illinois. Um, number... 11 is Iowa. So we got four Big Ten teams in the top 15 right now. Damn. That's. And Nebraska is not ever going to be considered one of those. And I feel horrible saying that. You know what sucks, man? What's up? A few years ago, our freshman year of college, Nebraska was good at basketball. We went. Like the one year I didn't have tickets. Yeah. I don't even remember. Our Big Ten record was incredible. We finished like third or fourth in the Big Ten. Well, we were in the March Madness tournament, too. No, we weren't. We weren't? No, we got, we went to the NIT. NIT. We were like a four seed in the NIT. Penn State was like a number one seed. Mm -hmm. Who, speaking of, Nebraska just beat Penn State the other week or earlier this week, maybe. I can't remember. But it uh, ended our drought of 26 straight Big Ten losses. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. That was that was, cool. that was payback. For, that was a well-deserved win. That was well-deserved. I feel bad for Hoiberg, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't really because some of his decisions he seems to be running on offense are very questionable. But Yeah, I would definitely say so, too. And I definitely think Michigan's going to have some players going to the NBA. Oh, absolutely. You'd be insane not to send up some of those guys. They've act, they have a crazy good team. And they I do. I will be the first to admit that I kind of wrote them off in the beginning of the year because, you know, they lost a couple of guys. Mm-hmm. They That one um, one kid who I don't even – I don't know if he won the Big Ten Player of the Year last year, but he was up there. He was a freshman, I'm pretty sure, freshman or sophomore. And I think he ended up getting drafted. He's not on the team anymore at least. But then the year before they had – Wagner, Mo Wagner, mm-hmm. who went to the NBA. His brother's now on the team. Um, for but, Michigan. Yeah. But they just have like a group of guys that, for the most part, have played together for a few years. So they've got like that experience. They've been a Final Four team and since then. So, I mean, this could definitely be a team that I think could – obviously it's not a surprise because they're top three right now. But I don't think a lot of people had their eye on them originally. No, not so at I think all. They could go, I don't think a far. lot of people were really expecting Michigan to like be like, especially after that football season they had. I don't <laughs> think a lot of people were expecting Michigan to shine their, this their year. Their football or has not been that great. No, for the last few years. So they've got basketball. Who's their? Is it Juwan Howard? That's their basketball coach. I f- that sounds really right. Okay, because he was part of the Fab Five or whatever. I think. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that what they were called at yeah. Michigan? Yeah. So, but I mean, they've been a glorified program for a long time. So, oh, it's without not, a doubt, it's not surprising. But it is kind of. I would not have put them as my top pick for the Big Ten this year. What my pick would have been Iowa. It would have been Illinois. Illinois, by the way, we almost beat. We brought them to overtime, which we should have won because we shot like thirty percent for free throws. But it's okay. It's classic Husker. Just classic Husker basketball. Yeah. But um, that would have been a sweet win. They were number six at the time, so that would have been crazy. Am I still going to like Husker basketball after I graduate? Yeah. Am I still going to like Husker football? Yeah. 
I'll root for them. I'll still wear my Nebraska garments. I will. I'll be standing from afar. But uh, are my, oh my days God. going to most likely be filled with sadness over happiness? Yeah. Am I gonna drink thirty beers watching one game? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fred Hoiberg. Am I gonna yell at my children and blame them for? It? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What were you saying? I'm sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say Fred Hoiberg kind of needs to get his act together. Yeah, and I like Fred. I think I think I like he, Fred too. He has the ability to be good, kind of like Frost. You know, I've I've talked badly on them before, um, but I still think that they have the capabilities of turning the teams around. I think their names alone can bring in good recruits. So I'm excited for it. I think I think the the basketball team has a few a pr- a couple good recruits. I think that they're bringing in next year. So and I think so too. And I I hope that they're not kind of following in the same. Um like footsteps as other recruits going on this year just kind of like just backing out when we really well that was them. for football that was for football but i'm just saying like yeah. recruits in general like no i agree sports. and and i think the main key here is if hoiberg can retain some of the players that we have this retention year. is key oh. to this like to this team's success and especially in college basketball yeah having a team with that chemistry is insanely important yeah um i mean you see like iowa all these teams that have played together it's like you're now seeing what that brings to the table. All these guys are, you know, they are so comfortable when they're playing. They know who can hit the shots, whatever. Um, I guess Iowa's a bad example because they just feed Luca Garza the whole time. Pretty much. That dude is a cheat code, but yeah. he won't be good in the NBA, so it doesn't matter. Damn, Brennan. I'm sorry. Got to be so ruthless. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, switching gears. That was talking basketball. Switching gears. To NASCAR. Ooh. Vroom, vroom. I get it, like, gears? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Except uh, the fact that Michael McDowell is, I guess, the best driver in uh, the Daytona 500. Or yeah, the well, there's a, there's a little bit of a story behind the reasoning I think that he won, and that's because... There was a really bad car crash. Really bad crash. And I'm going to be honest. I did not watch a second of the live nobody died, racing right? vet. Nobody, nobody died. Okay, so we can but talk about it then. it actually, this Daytona was the 20-year anniversary of Dale Earnhardt's crash at Daytona that lost him his life do you think like his spirit haunted the track <laughs> for pretty, this specific anniversary up, but, but i don't know maybe how is that messed up no i'm it, I, I nothing happens so but honestly this might sound bad to say and if in on in the the brad keselowski crash was what made it the worst one though the, that, which one the brad keselowski crash he was the last one to kind of go in that's the one oh that yeah, like yeah. Blew up. well the guy that started it got out of it completely fine which is typically that's how it is it, it, that's true which is ironic it's like mario kart when you just drop a bunch of bananas and just watch the chaos like just everything blows up behind you you're definitely a it's like the iron man you know racer. explosion behind him as he's walking away you know badass maybe badass scene. but love iron man what i was gonna say is um Obviously, NASCAR races have gotten a lot safer since, you know, Dale Earnhardt. Like they, when Dale Earnhardt got in his crash, like, the months prior to that, like, the previous five, six months, there was, like, five fatalities in NASCAR. So, obviously, it's come a long way since then. As far you as know, just safety and... Safety, the way, like, the, they have, like... like neck, protecting racers in their yeah, cars. They're, like, so, like, bundled down in their car that I don't... It's really hard for I think. Do they even have roll cages back then? They might have not. They, I think they were just smoking the whole time, so they probably couldn't see anything <laughs> uh, smoking in their cars. But I'm trying to light my cigarette and get into fifth gear at the same time. It's not working. My clutch. Yeah. If I was promised Racers. that type of buildup, like a crash like that, that didn't have any fatalities, no one was hurt. 
if that I happened tuned in. every if I knew that was going to happen every single race, I would probably like just watching the danger watch and just there's, Which, there's like a certain um, like sexiness to it. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah, the like, danger of the racing. Yeah. Do, do you think it's you like could James ma- Bond of like of the American South? Yeah. <laughs> so other than Michael McDowell, do you think you could name three NASCAR drivers? Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. He doesn't race anymore. Danica Patrick. Doesn't race anymore. Uh, Jeff Gordon. <laughs> doesn't race anymore. But those are well, some of the all-time racers. Jeff Gordon was a beast. My grandpa was like the biggest Jeff Gordon fan, so I grew up. I literally only watched him because I thought the Wonder Bread car looked super cool. It did look cool, though. It reminded me of Ricky Bobby. A lot of people were pissed off that McDowell won because they thought like. Because that, of how like big the odds of him were. Yeah. yeah. So I know like a lot of people were hoping for like one of those main guys to win. Um, to make it more meaningful because of the 20-year anniversary of Dale Earnhardt. So I know a lot of people are like, are you kidding me? This is a guy. I didn't even, honestly, I didn't even remember his name until you brought it up. So thank you. Um, oh, you're welcome. I got it pulled up on my screen right in front yeah. of me. I use a cheat sheet on the show, just so everyone knows. I'm actually not that smart. <laughs> Chase Elliott got second. Um, I can't remember. I think Joey Logano was like top 15, but I hate him. He's like the one of the... Soup, like a villain from like The Sopranos or something. Hey, hey look at me! I'm driving cars. <laughs> I'm Joey Sagano. Come on, fast. you gonna tell me what I can do driving cars? Get out of here! <laughs> exactly. So come on. That's our. Uh, oh, oh, oh! <laughs> that's our NASCAR uh, insight. It's the time for one division. Is it? Division. Yeah, I think it is. I was gonna mention spring training. I think I already did. But I don't have much we'll to say. To we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We are in our office. I don't want right to. I don't want anybody, you know, getting overloaded on the sports. You know, I could. I'm, I'm like ecstasy here. I just. Shoot I have me a, up. I have a grudge against sports after last week's performance by the Kansas City Chefs. So yeah. Um. So yeah. Let's let's talk one division episode six. Let's do it. Trick or treat. Um. First Oof. of all. All right. Yep. Get it out, Brandon. I know you want to say it. She is a bad mama. Okay. She is a M-I-L-L. Mama I'd like to love. You know what? That's that's good. Yeah. She is a mom now. Oh, yeah, she is. She is. She has the twins. Um, this she was sexy. You know who, my, who I think the sexiest character in that show is? Who? Jimmy Woo. Oh, my gosh. Dude, he's... Jim Halpert? Uh, Randall Park is the actor, right? Yeah. He's in everything. Really? Yes. He's in, he's literally has, like, it could be like a five-second cameo, but he is in literally everything. He's got a nice face. Well, yeah, he's got a lovable face. But, yeah, like, he's a, dude, no, like, he is literally everywhere. Like, you cannot, like, he's probably in the studio. Oh, just there can't he see is. Right it's, now. it's Randall oh, Parker. Oh, my God. It's Jimmy, yeah, but, like, dude. Uh, first of all, Hayward, that guy, is, I, hope is, I hope every time he flips his pillow at night, it stays warm. Is that the that's the sword guy? guy? Sword oh, guy. sword, sword and shield. All right. Um, I hope I never even thought about that. I hope, yeah. So I hope every time he flips his pillow, it's warm. Hey, so I hope his blanket is never comfortable. I agree. That dude's an asshole. But point of we talked about this last week. She's the bad guy, man. She's the bad guy. I still think there's something else going on here. I agree because she mentioned to to her brother. Who they brought they brought into the show, which yeah, wasn't so her originally Peters, casted brother. Um, so Brennan and I realized he actually plays Quicksilver in the like Fox X-Men, X-Men movies. Yep. So we just great in those, by the way. Yeah. So I mean that's a potential, you know, mashup right there that they might be like he could be under the spell, you know, he ends up breaking through. 
Quicksilver. They introduce X Men into you know the, the, the MCU. Marvel MCU, which would be sick. Well, because they're already bringing Fantastic Four. Because like Monica, like who's the only other astrophysicist besides Carol Danvers and the and, and Marvel in general? That's not Mister Fantastic. Really? Yeah. So it's Mrs. Fantastic. Mister. She she knows Mister Fantastic. Oh, she's coming to the show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be but, sick. Uh, yeah. So um, no, but what I was saying was that um, so Wanda told her brother that she's like I don't even remember when this happened. Like she couldn't recall whenever like she created this hex. Like utopia, because I don't sitcom. think she created it. But she's the one that's like she's expanding right. it. She's doing all of it. Uh, do you know the uh, the bad guy Mephisto? So he's so like I kind of grew up with Marvel comics every now and then, and uh, so he's like one of the main bad guys in that universe, and he's he's like literally the devil. Okay. So my theory here, because I saw something that um, like MCU just isn't ready to do X Men yet. So I, I think that kind of they're going to do it. Well, that's that's why I think it debunks the theory of um, like Evan Peters character being there is like kind of diverging. So he's in. just they just chose one of the same actors that just happened. Yeah. So dumb. because I think they're hinting at like the new Doctor Strange and Spider-Man movie. Oh, as far the, as the multiverse. Oh, that's so, sick. Yeah. But then um, that Spider-Man movie. Off topic, that, so sweet. Yeah. Can't wait. I agree. I I love those movies so much. Those are my favorite ones. But um. Well, except for Toby. We got to pay respects to our guy. Absolutely. The memes have been too great. Uh, But I think that the Mephisto guy, I think he's actually like Pietro right now, right? I think he's like, he took that form as soon as he saw just like like all this cosmic energy going on. Who? Mephisto. Or Pietro is Quicksilver. Okay. That's his name. Um, Who? Fist? Mephisto. Fist who? Mephisto. Okay. Yeah, that's the guy. I I made a pretty bad motion to Brian right there. Um, So I think he actually is like taking that form. And that's why he's not able to, like, be under the spell right now. And I think that's why he's just been a he sarcastic asshole. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. How? He, I mean, she, like, recasted her brother as him. No, I think he showed up. I think he got through and showed up, and he's been acting as her brother. I think, well, obviously, like, he says some, like, stuff. But I think that's her just trying to, like, recreate her brother's, like, persona. Maybe, but I don't think he would have gone as far as saying, like, I don't think your dead husband can die twice. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. And then she just, like... She she messed him up. She messed... I saw what you were about to say, you <laughs> bastard. Um, yeah, but, yeah, she went on a little mom rage there. And Vision, let's talk about him. So... He almost got out. He almost got out. So does that mean technically he is alive, then? That's what I was wondering, but it also... It, how do you... It didn't let to... him go, though. Like, he couldn't escape it. Like, it, it looked like he was close, but he couldn't escape it yet. And he was falling apart as, like, the closer yeah. he was getting Yeah, so I think, I think he's dead. Okay. I think that confirmed it, kind of. Well, because even uh, Agnes, the Catherine Hans character... She tried to escape, too, right? She tried to escape, too, but then she also, like, when she snapped out of it for a sec, when, like, Vision did the, like, hands yeah. thing, I think, um, like, she literally was like, no, you're you're dead. Like, you're not alive right now. Oh, yeah, she's like, Vision died or something. Yeah. yeah that's right. So I don't think he's completely aware of what's going on yet, but no, I think he's starting to piece not. it together. I think I'm he just, is. I don't know what's going to happen. I think there's going to be some kind of confrontation between him and Wanda. Oh, there's got to be. I mean, it's so weird because if she's the one keeping him alive, then like... I know Jimmy Woo so... is going to come back and save the day, though. <laughs> he's literally a fan favorite now. Like, they have to keep him alive. I don't know how, how like, independently that Vision's going to work because, I mean, if he's being controlled, like, by Wanda... I don't think he's being... Con- Completely controlled, though. 
so I think right now it's like a facade. I think he like broke through it, especially once he's like, like say for his coworker, like when he got into his head, he saw like, yeah, he's like, what the hell is what, like, what's going on here? Yeah. I think that kind of was like, okay, I'm going to do some thinking. And then like ventured off when he said he was going to neighbor, neighborhood watch and lie. Oh, dude, that was, that was creepy when he was walking through like the part of the neighborhood that was just like oh, completely dude, frozen. Yeah. I was like, actually like kind of shooken up. I was that. disturbed. I was like, dude, that's why I was like, yo, Wanda is a, is bad. Psychotic. <laughs> she is psychotic. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually I'm really looking forward to seeing how the rest of the season plays out. The next three episodes are going to be an hour long each. Yeah, they're going to be 30 minutes of actual content and then 30 minutes of credits. Yeah, I think the real bad guy in this show is Please Stand By. Dude, 30 minutes of just like credits, credits and like just graphics a, going in. And yeah, out. exactly. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Like no, because the, the episodes are like they say they're a half hour timed on Disney Plus, but then it literally stops at 22 minutes. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, every time. It's pretty ridiculous. And I actually... They're just going to add in all those, like, sitcom commercials. You know how they add in, like, one every episode? Oh, yeah. They're just going to have 30 minutes of those. I also like the Malcolm in the Middle-esque type episode. That was good. going on. Well, it, it's it's cool because you can see how, like, the, um, the time periods change. Mm-hmm. And in the um, commercials, especially, it's it's pretty interesting. Oh, like that shark yogurt that was disturbing. That was weird. Like the the kids just just decaying. (laughs) That was because he couldn't open the yogurt. That was crazy. First of all, I was like, "That's me." Whenever I try to open anything, and I like, like, I just wash my hands or like clip my fingernails or something. Well, I think that goes to show as well just how like it's starting to change kind of because i don't think like that's what the intent of the commercial was supposed to be originally yeah like wanda's reality is starting to kind of alter so that's why it's like it's coming out the nastiness is coming out i'm kind of liking the theory though that she is going to be the main reason for the multiverse splitting and that's why we're going to get the new doctor strange and spider-man movie that'd be pretty cool which i do think would be cool too can't wait for that can't wait either all right is that that was a pretty good. That was a, that was also, a quick quick shout out. out to Netflix. They added iCarly. Oh yeah, so um, I sick. actually saw that Jimmy like Randall Park was a cameo <laughs> on that show as well. I kid you not, he was one of the teachers. <laughs> he was one of the teachers. Oh my god! Go watch bro. it. He's one of the substitutes. It's super early on. That is unreal. I'll have, yeah. to, I'll have to watch it. And Brian, I'm actually I'm a little hurt that we did this whole show and you didn't say anything once about me shaving my mustache. Oh, well, dude. I look exactly like the graphic now on our cover art. It wasn't like, it's not like you're a rock and a, you know, Bradley Cooper's brother from Star is Born with mustache. Like, come on. Okay, that's that's hurtful. Joseph J. Jameson. Like, you come on, man. I am I am hurt by this. <laughs> um, but okay, whatever. Fine. <laughs> I won't grow back, man. How about that? No, I, I liked it. I liked it. Thanks. I thought it made me look business professional. Uh, I don't know. It was wispy. Yeah, it was a little wispy. I looked like a like teen in puberty. Now I look even younger that yeah. I've gotten rid of it. It's okay, man. At least my hair is still looking good, though. I'll just keep that on mine. But, sure. all right, yeah. That's our show, uh, Spicing Things Up podcast on YouTube. I got to definitely get those episodes up because I've been slacking behind on that. Um, and our email is spicingthingsuppodcast at gmail.com. Send us some shit. Also, uh, one more quick final announcement. Brennan here has actually been unfaithful to me in the show and appeared on a different podcast called Garage Talk. So go ahead and go listen to that. I'm going to th- throw a shout out to uh, I got some good friends that are on that show. Um, They're also on Spotify. Again, that is Garage Talk. And uh, yeah, Brennan, do you have anything to comment about this? Oh, it's... 
it, it's I'm not be, <laughs> betraying you. Bastard. I'm not betraying you. <laughs> I it know. Was, I it know. was just a little friendly gig, so. It was a, yeah, it was, we're, we're friendly rivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we're not rivals. It's, if I start a media company, we're like I'm brother, sister. both of them. We're like the, the Auntie bro. Anne and like the, you know, yogurt stand that's in the, <laughs> every mall, you know? It's, we're, yeah, we're, the, we coexist. Yeah. You know? Dipping dots. There you go. Okay. Which I'm okay with. Yeah. I'm not trying to compete with anyone for business. No, never, never. All right, but yeah, again, that's our show. See you next Wednesday. See ya. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh la la, oh well, king in the castle, king in the castle, have a chair, I have a chair, oh go do this, go do this, king in the castle.